Now, Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Shara McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here at Boston Connect Real Estate, uh, who is your sponsor and um, with the McNamara Broker Team. And hello, hello to the broker team. Hello, hello to our broker. (laughs) I know. I think about not being here for the last show of the year. So um, I haven't been in studio in a while, huh? Yeah, it's been a little bit. I don't know where 2020 went. Yeah, I think it was all a days. This is the longest year of my entire no, existence. No, it's the, it's the whole entire <laughs> year. Did it I go? don't remember. I don't remember anything that happened this year. <laughs> well, wait. You know what? It's just been that type of year, and you know what? I don't know. I don't. I, I, it's just been. Well, let, let's. I don't know. There's just been a lot of things that were happening this year for sure. Um, again, you are listening to Talk Real Estate. We are on until seven o'clock tonight. Uh, we have Ben in studio at WATD, and uh, you can you know reach out to him if you just want to say hello to us. Uh, tonight's going to be very casual for us. Uh, we're going to be talking about some of our favorite shows that we've had throughout the year, and we're also going to discuss um, maybe some final numbers. Uh, but if you would like to say hello to us, maybe tell us what you thought your favorite show was. Uh, we would love to hear from you. That's a good That's one, a, right? That is a good one. I yeah. Love it. 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. Again, that is uh, the phone number to the WATD studio. And Ben is uh, standing there live awaiting your phone call uh, so you can talk to us. Yeah, chat with us. Please. Yeah, chat with us. You can also find us on Facebook and all those great places. Uh, so find us on our social media and uh, you can actually get us messages that way as well if you want to do it that way. But we'd love to chat with you if you do listen. So, um, Benjamin, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I did. And how is everyone's? It was good. Like you said, before we got on air, it was just a little different. Um you know what it was for me is that I've had like I have like sort of um, three different cohorts that I've really been with you know throughout all of this COVID um, stuff. So I have my cohort here, which is Mary and Melissa. 
So I'm with them a lot. And then I have my cohort, which is like my daughters Mm -hmm. and then in my husband, obviously. And then my cohort, that's like my mother and father, you know what I mean? So like, so I ultimately ended up having to do like three different things. (laughs) So I've been cooking and cleaning. You had to stagger them too in a certain way because you felt like you can't have everything on top of each other this year, which is very strange to not. Because this is the season of getting together and sharing those family emotions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I think one of the things that I want to take away from this year is that, you know, I I think it made us realize um, how badly this situation sucked Mm -hmm. that you know, the holidays sucked, period, amen. I don't even know if Ed Perry's going to be mad at me for saying (laughs) that, but the holiday season sort of sucked just because... Because of, you know, you could feel who you were missing. Yeah. Right? There was no normal. Yeah. but Normal? What's that? What's normal? Yeah. I was going to say, we talked all year about finding our new normal through COVID and everything. And then the holidays hit and it was kind of the realization that even though we got used to the masks and kind Mm. of doing things in a different way, the holidays were completely and totally disrupted for everybody and the, uh, the least normal that I've ever Yeah, but I think what it did in, in retrospect is it made me really appreciate and value and be grateful for moments that are actually normal. That's true. Does Very that make true. sense? Yep, that makes sense. So if I have to be grateful for anything this year um, because of COVID sort of disrupting everything, I think that that's what I'm grateful for. That great... It, it, it made me realize how important the real things matter in life. And that is family, friends, and um, getting together and just breaking bread, right? Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Like, honestly, Jesus couldn't even have like all the apostles over, right? (laughs) No, because there were 12. (laughs) There was 12 of them. (laughs) Two had to go. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Who would we, who would he let go? I think it would be, um, well, technically, including him, yeah. It would be Peter. That Wouldn't it be Peter that he would get rid of? Is that the one who denied him three times? Yeah, I think yeah. so, right? Was it? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that somebody will somebody will call us and no, let us know. Maybe that was Judas. I don't know. Catholic school here. Both of us. Catholic <laughs> school for many, many years. And that we don't know the answer. I don't know. So, Mel. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you want to let everybody know where we are so they can find us? Yeah. Um, we are, where are we? We're at Boston Connect Real Estate <laughs> in our studio. Um, but if you want to get in touch with us, you can give us a call at the studio, 781-837-4900. You can always give us a call here at the office, too, um, whenever we're not on air. Uh, you can give us a call, 781-826-8000. You can go to bostonconnect.com, get all of our personal contact information there as well. But if you want to listen to any of our past shows, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com and uh, why don't you why don't you go to that website now listen to a little bit of snippets and then call us in and say oh this one was my favorite oh this is my <laughs> <laughs> this one was my favorite um, but yeah so we're just sort of doing like a year in review mm-hmm. um, you know it, it, we we spend a lot of time uh, during covid talking about covid mm-hmm. um so we have a lot of shows to talk about that we had a lot of great guests this year mm-hmm. um you know and and i think i'm grateful for to for you know being able to put out such great content like this year mm-hmm. and be sort of like a resource source, yeah, yeah a source and a, yeah. a resource of knowledge for the community for you know we you know it wasn't just like the local um you know people that we had on mm-hmm. you know we we had people join us through zoom and 
um, you know, sort of try to go across the board, mm-hmm. um, you know, with small businesses or, you know, where we could, yeah. people can get assistance from and stuff like that. So, and I feel like we, even we learned something new on almost every yeah. show when we had a guest on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know we're going to go around and talk about when our favorite ones are, but. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm yes. racking my brain over here. I'm like, oh, what? I knew when we had this topic, I already knew I said, I already know what Melissa's going to say. <laughs> zero, zero surprise. <laughs> Um, so we have Dustin, who is actually in um, his um, apartment in Boston, um, looking fabulous with your tree there. Oh, plant. He has a killer <laughs> plant oh. back there. That green thumb yeah. over there. So you know how I feel about plants. You kill them? I, just give me a fake one. <laughs> it's easier to do. So what do you think Dustin gave Mark for Christmas? <laughs> a plant. No, a real plant. <laughs> to take care of wait, wait, well because mark likes plants too oh he does yeah never so. knew never knew that mm. as we sit surrounded by three or four yeah. fake plants i know lots of greenery and then benjamin were you able to help me out with that thing earlier too that we were going to discuss who knows I don't know. I don't we'll know if Benjamin out. can hear us or not. I don't know if Benjamin can hear us. But yeah. uh, but we, we have a little bit of a an, an announcement. Did we say? Did we say what today is? No, we didn't Especially say what oh. today was. Oh. No. All right. So who wants to say it? On three girls. One, two, three. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Yay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Dustin. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Happy birthday. I was listening, guys. I apologize for the late arrival. I was actually literally in the other room looking for a happy birthday jingle. Thank you. Literally. And then I heard you guys start. I was like, oh, well, I'll just go have fun. Happy birthday, buddy. Like I said earlier, pregame too. Best salad in the game, folks. If you don't know what that is, it's the hair up top. Dustin's got the flow down. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't think we've ever had an on-air birthday before. I don't think we have, no. My birthday. Oh, we did a cake for your birthday. Oh, I remember. Didn't we, like, bring the cake in to the studio? I have a celebratory cat and a celebratory dog. Which one would you like? Uh, The dog. The dog. The dog. dog. Is it a Frenchie? Okay. Happy birthday. I think it's saying happy birthday, Dustin. W E T D, happy birthday, dog. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. Dustin. Awesome. Thank you. And um, (laughs) many people probably don't know this, but Dustin is a twin. Um, So is Tyler at your house yet? No. (laughs) Oh, he isn't. I was going to have you bring him on air. So if he comes over soon, get him on air with us, okay? I will. I I did not know you were a twin, Dustin. I am just finding this out right now. Is is his hair also on point? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. It's on point, but in a different way. It's probably longer than mine. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, now we just got to get you guys on ice skates and we'll be all set. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, geez. Sorry about that. Um, all right, so Dustin, you want to get us sort of going um, on track? <laughs> on track, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what we can do. Really, when you were talking about you know all the memorable shows you've had, I was thinking about. I think it was something my mom used to say that you really, you really don't. don't the person you are is who you surround yourself with, and so I now I like to hold myself at a very high regard based off all of the guests we surround ourselves with this year. <laughs> I was going to say all the stuff we had to talk about COVID. I think Kevin McCormick, Lisa Colody, and Josh Cutler quickly became my three favorite people in the South Shore. 
once Aww. I started this radio show. <laughs> they, they're very educational. They had a lot to say, a lot of good mm-hmm. information to give, especially Lisa. I, I think even listening, well, not that Ken doesn't, but Ken is very to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up, right. Um, Lisa's so full of knowledge that I don't think, like I didn't even know how much information is in that little head of hers. Um, but she was able to help us out through a lot. I even called her when like a friend of a, a client of a client of a client ended up getting testing positive for COVID or um, I think it was some of Sam's clients at some point. I, I called her, I was like, Lisa, what do I do? Am I okay? And she's like, yeah, you're fine. You, you, you should relax. I was like, this is from hanging out with Sharon too it, much. It's not even just COVID. I, I saw sparks flying from a a telephone pole and I, I I called Mary to ask who should I call and then we called Ken and we said um, we think that there's a telephone pole on fire what do we do and he goes oh yeah we got a couple calls about that thank you for uh, I'm like, like literally was like what do you like who do you call do you call 911 do you call the police do you call the fire department do you call the uh, you know National ele- electric company like who do you call he's so cool and collected isn't he like I yeah. think that that's he what just goes. Yeah. Keep telling, tell, tell her to keep calling him in. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Keep yeah. calling. Remember, we were on air with Ken, and Sharon was just listening off all the time. She didn't call the fire department or an ambulance. <laughs> and Ken was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I know. Yeah. It is very, very yeah. true. Yes. Yeah. So. Oops. I think of him every time I get on a ladder because he, we did a show with him. And I don't even think it was this year. It might have been a year prior. But um, he was talking about all the, it was around the holidays, all the injuries that happened from people like hanging up the Christmas tree lights. And mm-hmm. um, and then that night I went home and Sam was on like oh, a yeah, six foot ladder year, in, yeah. in the living room trying to hang up God knows what. Um, and I sent him a picture and he goes, this is why I still have a job. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What shows stick out to you guys in regards to guests we had on? that are more industry focused, whether it's other agents in our office, outside of our office or contractors, anyone we're working with. Mm-hmm. For me, I think some of, one of the shows that I really enjoyed, um, actually they came on twice with us yesterday, was the Flynn team. Mm-hmm. And I just love Trish's no nonsense approach to just stating the facts and mm-hmm. this is how it is, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, what you see is what you get. Yeah, that's, you know what 100%. I mean? Yeah. And I just love that. I think we did two shows with them and one of them was just about like, I think one was um, seller um, tips. For sale by owner. One was seller tips and that was before COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they were in studio. Yep. And then the second one was, what was it? For sale by owners. For sale by owners. Yeah. So, um, and some of the, you know, different trials and tribulations that they went through with those situations. So with agents in the office, those um, couple were very memorable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the for sale by owner one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who else did we have on? We had Teresa Roth on this yeah, she year. Was good, yep. um, you know, we, we did had Kristen Howlett. Kristen Howlett. Yeah. Kristen Howlett and I uh, did a show together. Um, oh, yeah. in studio. I was in, um, I was in Tennessee. That was in March. It was before COVID yeah. and I was in the tornado. Uh, yes. I don't know where you do, were. How do you forget? It was just me and Kristen in studio and then Dustin. Had, I was in a tornado this year. There you go. You did forget because COVID That happened. was wild. I feel like that was a long time that ago. That was in March. Yeah. Yeah. The be- first week in March. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Could have been yesterday oh. to me. When I started, I covered a home inspection for another agent, potentially even before I ever stepped foot in the office for a property up in Boston. 
and it was with Steve Cook, and it was an absolute <laughs> blast. So having him on this past month was equally as enjoyable for me and equally as informative. It was so, you're going through the entire house, again, brand new to what I'm doing and being like, okay, yes, 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 yes. And it, he's obviously having the time of his life making jokes. I'm like, I don't know if he's kidding or not. <laughs> he is very much like that. That's what that, we love about that Steve. That is so true. He has a lot of one-liners, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would be no surprise that one of my favorite episodes, um, and I'm not going to remember what we, t- what we ended up titling it, but it was um, with Steve Cook, and we were talking about um, multiple offer situations and just kind of the oh, trends yeah. that we were seeing in Boston. And one of the points that he brought up that like, it was like, like mind um, blowing. Yeah. Mind blowing light dawned on Marblehead for me is that buyers he sees, cause it's interesting that he sees it this way. Buyers were waving their home inspections up in the city or I'm everywhere, probably everywhere and still are. Um, and then putting a smaller deposit down and just walking away from their deposit because they're, it's almost like they were going into these um, these houses thinking, you know, if I lose $10,000, I lose $10,000. But if not, I got the house that I wanted because they're going so excessively over asking, mm-hmm. you know, that it, it, it almost outweighed it for them. And I thought that was just so interesting, the manipulation that was happening there. Um, and it just, it kind of killed me in a sense. Yeah. So I loved that episode. I was like, wow. I would never, I would never think that people would do that. So one of the things, Dustin, we, um, and Melissa, I, Mary and I were talking uh, just yesterday and we were just talking about different, just, oh, we were yeah, talking yeah. about one of our transactions and she was like, I, it was just something that recently that she's been going through and it was really difficult. And I had something that was very similar with, you know, my client's literally truck is going down the street and uh, somebody, they forgot to tell the loan officer that they changed the closing date so there was no closing and there was my client for the weekend and we ended up our team ended up paying for their hotel um to stay in a hotel for that weekend and not that it was our fault I was gonna say (laughs) by no fault of our own yeah under not know when the closing date was but yeah and my client actually said or our client actually said I don't want you to, I don't expect you to pay for this. Like, this isn't your fault. And I said, it isn't our fault, but it isn't your fault. And you're not going to fail. Re- this is not how your journey is going to end or, and your new one start. Yeah. So we ended up uh, paying for that and making sure that they were, you know, in a nice, comfortable place. But Mary and I thought of a good idea. Uh, actually, it was me, Mary, but you agreed. It was definitely you. For what we want to do is we're going to take all of our uh, closings that we had this year. How many did we have this year? Um, I think we're at 42. 42. 44, 44 sides. 44. 44 sides this year. Um, and go through each one and say, what was the lesson that we learned from each one of these? Because every transaction is completely different. thousand percent. So we're going to do that as a radio show, which I think will be fun. And we're also going to do it as a course in the office, as a yeah. workshop. Which I, lo- will- I love it as a, I love it as a course. We'll, we'll, we'll shrink it down for the radio show, but yeah. as a course to really yeah. in depth talk about it, I think will be super will be interesting to, and to learn from other people too. Yeah. I want to give the number one more time. If you are listening to us live on WATD, uh, you can reach out to us. Just say, Hey, this is our end of year show. I always feel like I'm at the, the, 
the deadliest catch, you know, at the end of the season. When yeah, we all, always call it like a rat, little wrap-up. Yeah, a little wrap-up. Um, but if you want to tell us what your favorite show was or if you have any questions for us regarding real estate, um, of course, we um, we consider ourselves to be the experts on the South Shore. So feel free to give us a call at the studio, 781-837-4900. Um, just one other show that I was thinking of um, that we did this year was with Amy Masfer oh, yeah. um, mm. ab about disclosures. Mm. Um, and Amy uh, is a real estate attorney with, where is she right now? Sherman Law. Sherman Law, yeah. Um, with Sherman Law. And I, like, first of all, we love Amy. Uh, and, you know, we mm -hmm. just love her as a person. And to have her on, I just felt like it was very, like, informational but it was just like do you disclose that do you not disclose that well, like I, that was that like we just were rapid firing like do we disclose this if if it, it like it, but we just sort of tried to get down to the bottom of of like you know what and you the really things that we're say. talking about for people who didn't listen to that show and again the shows we're talking about you can always go on to our podcast which is talk real estate roundtable so if you have the podcast app you can find us there but you we also have a website talk real estate roundtable.com um things that we wouldn't like do you disclose do you not disclose like are there ghosts in the house like obviously if there's <laughs> yeah. water in the basement and we know about it then we will disclose that yeah. there's no question about those types of things well i think something that's in that was interesting from the show that we did with amy was from an attorney perspective everything is black and white but no matter which yeah. way you argue it so it's kind of it, it, there's there's no two side like it's no I guess there's two sides to every story. So it just depends on how you look at it. Is it something that you disclose or is it something? Well, her, her answer a lot of the time was, well, if who, I was, if I, I represented represent? the buyer, if yeah. I represented a seller, <laughs> this is, you know, so. So shameless plug, why it's important to have seller representation and or buyer representation mm -hmm. when you're doing anything in real estate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you have somebody advocating for you, right? Yeah. One Obviously, of I was going to say, we don't make anyone come on the show with us by any means. So I love seeing it's a really good indicator of who actually wants to be on the show when it's someone like Amy and they're in a laundry closet and the door shut and like there's kids or pets in the <laughs> yeah. background and they're like, don't worry about that. Yeah. They're like, I need, this is the only place I can be right now. <laughs> One of the shows for me, um, I'm pretty open anyways. I feel like I'm in sort of an open book, mm. but um, I guess one of the shows for me that was memorable this year was really being transparent about my experience with that positive test results that yeah. I got with, with COVID. And um, I still don't think that it was real, like accurate, um, but who really knows? I'll have to get the antibody test, but still having to quarantine and everything else. But I felt like it really gave me an opportunity to open up and just be who I am and show everybody how I really felt. And Mary, you said that we got a call from a nurse. Yeah, yeah so we got a call at the office a little while ago from a nurse um, who was basically just calling to say, it was it was a couple of weeks after um, the show had aired, but just saying, you know, how appreciative she is of somebody being out there and being so vulnerable to talk about it, not being afraid to share that. And she kept on saying to me, because this is something that you had said during the show, um, that you felt as if you much, must have touched your eyes. She was like, nobody talks about the fact that you can get it by touching something and putting it in your eye, but you really, really can. So she she was just very thankful for mm. um, you sharing that story and appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my vet, my points of that show too was 
I don't want to get into a political views with anybody regarding should we wear masks, should we be, um, you know, forced to wear masks. It, is it your right to not wear a mask? And my point on that show was, I'm not trying to take your rights away. I'm just asking you to do the right thing right mm -hmm. now. So um, that was my my show. We would. No, have, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, Mary, it's all you. Um, I was just going to say, we would have expected nothing less. You really are an open book. Mm -hmm. So I, I, mm -hmm. I most certainly anticipated that that show, as soon as we found out that you would be willing to share mm -hmm. and your, your personal experience. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that was no, I was just going to ask if... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, it, we just... It, this, I feel like this year has um, allowed a lot of people to sort of like be vocal and come out and sort of stand in front of something and stand for something activism, mm -hmm. activism um, for sure. Mm -hmm. and i think that um yeah. you know just based off of all the feedback that we got even during the show after the show the cards the things that got dropped off the everything like yeah you know it was emotional it, it's emotional you know and and you realize that you know people although they might say not say it every day or very often but people do care and mm -hmm. they they're sympathetic and they people are great yeah i was getting things at my house people were dropping things off like socks with little um french bulldogs on them and candies and f just everything people were just so kind but speaking about emotional as we were talking about this which is why i love calling it the round table because the thought comes up emotional i would say that one of the most emotional shows for me other than that one was i remember we were out there remember we were, our studio was out there in the bigger room and Christine James asked for permission mm. to break into our show. Mm. And all the riots were happening in Brockton. Oh, yeah. I could cry right now. I don't know why. Yeah, why and I Melissa crying? started crying on the air because where those riots were, were so close to where your mom lives. Yeah. And, you know, that was one part of it. But even just the situation and mm. what we were going through, you know, you know, just everything, like... And I felt like we were a big part of letting Christine James come into our airtime yeah. and just show the importance of, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, just people caring for other people. And then when, remember Melissa crying, like mm -hmm. I was like, I can't look at her right now because <laughs> I'm going to lose it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did lose it yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the show. I mean, and I think I might have even said it then or I've said it afterwards. It's like, you know, that you know, uh, an illness or, or something tragic is, is bad, but you don't know the, the weight of it until you are experiencing it. Mm -hmm. And I think in that moment, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever felt fearful of mm -hmm. not mine because I wasn't there. I was for the first time ever, I felt very fearful of my mother and my brother's safety, you know, and, and I just hit me, just yeah. hit me. So you know, to have it, to have it so close to their home, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's intense, you know. But and too, what apparently. everybody, what everybody was going through. Yeah. I think that that was one of the shows that we had one of um, our past clients on, uh, Lisa Braxton was, yeah, you know, her introducing her book um, that she had written. And, you know, I felt bad that we had to interrupt her show. Uh, but it was for something that was just so important. And yeah. as you had said earlier, Melissa, I think this year, our show, we have 
really given up so much of our time because real estate isn't what's really important. What's yeah. really important are the people that we help through real estate and whether that's giving up our shows to talk about contingencies and home inspections and when's the right time to sell in order to get strong messages across to make the world a little bit of a better place. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Very well said. Very well said. Absolutely. And if I could just piggyback off that, I put my hand up like you guys can see me real quick. <laughs> well, if you, if you let us see you, you are on Zoom. <laughs> if we could ever get a camera attached to the computer that's currently running Zoom here at Broadcast House, I promise you we get that going. Okay. Um, but I just want to say uh, thank you for that. On behalf of Christine James and the news team here at WATD, you guys doing that became part of an Edward R. Murrow winning broadcast team in doing that you know and boston talk real estate roundtable right up there in the books with it now because of that you know friends of watd for life wow that just gave me goosebumps and i adore christine james and the whole the whole watd news team is they're just fabulous i mean i've been with watd you know you know, having my own show with them for what, 15 years, it seems now and used to do the show with my brother-in-law on McNamara money as the real estate expert. And, um, I am super happy. And I think that that award, uh, definitely is very well fitted for that WATD crew. So congratulations to everybody at WATD and especially Christine James, Lenny Rowe and, um, the rest of the crew over there, uh, that do that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Yay. Yay. That, made, that made my night, actually. Yay. <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know, yeah. Yeah, it's a great way to end the year. So, yeah. again, if you want to talk to us, hey, we're just chilling. 781-837-4900. Um, uh, if you want to just say hello to us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, just let us know that somebody is listening. <laughs> oh, we're always out here listening. Don't underestimate <laughs> the power of it. It's been a strange day on air, to be honest with you. Even uh, uh, earlier today on WMEX, our sister station here from the flagship, we normally get 20 odd calls a day. Yeah. A day. And today, nothing. Yeah. No yeah. calls today. Yet we always know folks are out there listening. Uh, they always make sure they let themselves known, and I'm sure they're going to come through on the Facebook and websites and all kinds of other cool places. But we we know you're out there, listeners. Don't you worry. But you can call in. Always a good time. 781-837-4900. Just want to give a, an extra plug in there for the phone. Awesome. That sounds great. So real quick, because this is something funny, and I don't, I, I don't know if anybody else remembers this. Do we remember when we had um, the, list, uh, the listing over in Hanson, we had like, 110 showings on it in like three days and you answered a call on air <laughs> yes <laughs> you're like wait you know what i'm just gonna let everybody out there at the watd li listeners know <laughs> yeah. just how busy everything is i'm gonna answer the call <laughs> you answered it and that i forget who it was but it was something about something like completely different about like, copperwood yeah oh, copperwood. oh yeah oh, sorry i'm gonna have my oh, team sorry. call you back later and um we're live I'm, on the we're, air we're live on the radio <laughs> <laughs> FM, and you can hear yourself yeah <laughs> We had 126 showings, by the way, oh. and 24 offers. So that's how that one went. Imagine being that agent, being like, "I'm, I'm on the radio." Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we did have some agents who called in. I know Steve Webster, who's the uh, oh, broker yeah. owner of uh, Success Real Estate, has called in, um, and his brother Todd Webster have mm -hmm. both called into the radio show. And we welcome our colleagues and 
uh, to do so. I loved Steve's um, little tidbit when he called in because he was mm. like, agents just need to be better. I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Not us. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, and just to piggyback off of what you sh- said, Sharon, it's like, I, I feel like the we... I like the moments where we're in the moment, Mm -hmm. like we're letting life happen in the moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, clearly that situation was tough for me, but there's also been, you know, positive, you know, things that, you know, when we have Tamika call in Mm -hmm. or, you know, like just to, to bring a smile back at last, was it last two weeks ago when we had, um, her name, her name's forget, um, from the Weymouth Food Pantry. Oh, yeah. You I know, calling and, and we're like all on the verge of tears. You know, mm-hmm. it brought us back to reality that, you know, yeah, there there are people struggling with, mm-hmm. with the simplicities and the basics that, that we should all have. Um, there are people that are that struggle. Did we with send them things. the check? We did. All right, great. Because we did a donation sort of on the spot there for $500 yeah. from Boston Connect Real Estate to the Food Pantry in Weymouth. Uh, just to show our appreciation for all of those volunteers. Um, and I think that, like Dustin was saying, just the opportunity that we get to meet the people that we get to meet. And I know, Melissa, you had a couple favorite people that you liked. <laughs> I, did. I did. I did have a couple favorite. You were starstruck. I was. I felt like I, <laughs> felt like I was like meeting like the the president of the United States like I, I like he, he just like walked in and I was like oh my gosh I have to be in my best behavior like oh my goodness <laughs> well let our listeners know who that yeah, was so um one of my favorite shows and I think he was on twice actually mm-hmm. yeah um was a uh, district attorney Tim Cruz mm-hmm. um and then we had Plymouth County Sheriff uh, mm-hmm. Joe McDonald on and when they were together that was probably one of my favorite um yep. favorite episodes they were and hysterical together yeah mm-hmm. we and we got a lot of um people you know talking on mm-hmm. Facebook and and um calling in afterwards and stuff like that so we got a lot of great feedback from that one um but I just I don't know they, they were just so informative and really again brought us back down to reality of like you know the kids aren't in school right now how are they eating like mm-hmm. you know the kids who rely on the the free lunches and, and the free breakfast like you know th- they were talking about you know domestic abuse mm-hmm. and you know are there spikes and stuff like that because people we are really have had a lot a lot i think that we should get an award from WATD I think so. <laughs> because honestly we have not really even talked about real estate this year yeah but like <laughs> we the, get a little bit in there every once in a while yeah, <laughs> but the importance of i remember that that because that's something that's stuck with me is mm-hmm. you know with everybody being home and everybody being quarantined mm-hmm. and the amount of people like with domestic abuse and how yeah. important that was and for them to know that there are resources out there for them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um as you were saying, yeah. your two favorite guests were very open and had numbers and websites and everything yeah. to help everybody. And they were also talking about that, um, like the program there that it like calls um, the oh, yeah, elderly yeah. Um, or even people who are, you know, who have check-ins, been in yeah. Yeah, check-ins and who need that check-in, um, you know, just to make sure that everything is okay and you have like a code word or whatever mm-hmm. or code phrase and, you know, you go on to the next call. And, and so we, you know, we talked about that program, um, you know, in Plymouth County. So I, I don't know. I just, I loved having them on and then they stayed for a while afterwards and we were just, mm-hmm. you know, talking and listening to stories and stuff. And, um, and then they were, they were very appreciative to, to come 
come on the show. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so so I would say that that was one of my favorites. Um, yeah. But again, we've had so many great. It's weird as we're sitting here and how they're just flooding back into my head and how much, you know, how much everybody is so willing to come on to our show and share, you know, things with everybody. So And also not to just continue to talk about them, but they were (laughs) talking about, you know, COVID and how it was affecting the prisons Mm -hmm. and, you know, and for someone who has never personally been to prison, um, you know, I don't know what it's like to be in prison, regardless of, you know, whatever crime you committed to get in there. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, at the end of the day, they're a human being mm-hmm. as well. And, you know, they, they, you know, so we were talking about what happens if they get released or if they, mm. you know, did, are they in quarantine and, and stuff like that. So, And that was, I think, I think it was Tim Cruz, right? Yeah. That was really passionate about, you know, because there was programs out there that were, um, you know, advocates that were out there trying to release some of the prisoners. And, but then like his, his whole quest was that's you know that's one step is releasing some of them but where are they going are they so going? now we're just sending people human beings out to the street to you know without any type of re-entry skills. Yeah. yeah re-entry skills nowhere to live nowhere to live and you know no masks to wear yeah yeah, so, so that was sad. That yeah, that was that was sad. That, that I would say that that was well, probably the more people that know about programs in order to help, the better. That's, mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. the goal. Yeah. Yep. Plus, I was a detective in my other life, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they promised they did get they, promised. Yeah, they tour. promised yeah. us a tour, a tour once COVID was over. So if COVID could get over, so we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love it. Um, All right, Dusty, what, what about you, Dust? Yeah. Any other shows that sort of stick out to you? I think we actually covered all of them. Really? <laughs> one thing, one show that we did, I think, well, it was it was part of our show, but that maybe we continued on on Facebook when, when we did Drinks and Data. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember we uh, did honestly, Drinks and Data? <laughs> truthfully, when I first started brainstorming this morning about memorable shows that was the first one that came to mind really? and i was like i was like maybe i'll just keep that one in my pocket for now <laughs> <laughs> i think that was may yeah <laughs> melissa doesn't like it too much but i liked the whole concept of drinks and data <laughs> <laughs> and data i know we have a lot of numbers here so i don't know if um let's get maybe, right into it yeah if we want to get happening. into it but we can continue on with it next week too but maybe let's just ask ben i mean ben did you have a favorite show that you want to share with us nope ben must have stepped away from the studio for a minute um i think he's gonna say he liked them all. sorry i stepped out uh one of my favorite. sorry i am here Okay. What was um, one of your favorite shows? One of my favorite shows was definitely all those times where I stepped away from the mic and literally was like, <laughs> man, I hope they don't need me in the next 30 seconds for this one quick thing. And I get 20 <laughs> seconds into it and they're like, hey, Ben. And I'm like, and sprinting. <laughs> so that was probably my favorite episode, which I think just happened. Yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Um, so do we want to talk about numbers then? Is that what we want to do? Anybody do. else any other shows? We do. Let's, let's ask your mom. Is your mom oh, listening? Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's yeah. ask your mom what, what her favorite show was. Well, first she said, "Oh, I'm crying. I love you guys so much." Oh, <laughs> she's so good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna ask her. Right 
what was your favorite? Or mom, what was your mom? Favorite what show? was your favorite show? She was actually very upset that we didn't have a show last week. Oh my <laughs> We didn't inform her. Yeah, um, she was like getting ready for the show. I was like, oh, we're not, we're not on tonight. Yeah, what? I have my snacks ready. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and my dad listens every week. Hello, dad. Love you very much. Um, and he wasn't actually feeling too good today, which made me sort of not feel good either. But uh, I checked in with him before I got here and he's doing okay. But w- the show we had, I think like three weeks ago, and we were talking about different things to prepare your house and everything. He was calling me while we we're on air and I was like, I can't really talk on the phone, you know, and he didn't know the number to the studio. Um, and he had such a good input was one thing you should do to get your house ready now for like before the winter is to do your septic system and get your title five inspection. That's a good one. It was a good one. I was like, that was a good one. So mom answer yet? Yeah. She's still typing, but she did say touched by Sharon's story in revealing that she had COVID. Preparing for sale should declutter stage. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yes. But yeah, she said that the COVID show was her favorite. Um, all right. So, Dustin, do you want to get into some of these numbers that you prepared for us? Yeah. Yeah. We put together a lot of statistics from the last couple of years. Um, everyone in the studio is looking at these numbers that are completely blank for 2020. So because of my birthday, I now got to put them on the spot <laughs> and find out who knows I what they're talking they about. Few minutes left then. Yeah, I know. Everyone was trying to push it off till <laughs> next weekend so numbers. they could study this, not knowing we were. Uh... Hmm. But we're, here we go. Everything we're talking about is Plymouth County. And everything we're talking about is single family homes. And we're going to start off year to date. We're looking at total homes listed this year. Last year, we were just above 8,000, 8,133. Mary, what is your guess for 2020? Oh, actually, can you actually, Dustin, give our listeners 2016, 17, 18, and 19, because I think that that's interesting how many units were listed for each year. I will. And then Mary can give her guess. We were at 8,300, 8,100, 82. 81. That's 2016, 17, 18, 19. Again, nothing varies more than 150 or yeah, so. Very, very oh. Um, oh. in line. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm Take gonna, all the time I'm, you I'm need. Gonna, I'm, so I'm going to say 79. Sharon, how about yourself? 7,900. 7,900. Um, I'm going to say uh, 8,400. Mm. Oh. No. I'm going to go with 7901. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's, well, I feel like we're on the prices right. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> 2020, 7114. Wow. That's, That's down. I win, right? No. No, Melda. <laughs> 7100. She said 7101. She said 7901. She said 7901. Oh, I'm close. And how Sharon, much was it? Sharon. Won. <laughs> so 7, um, so 7100. Wow. Down 12% from last year, which, wow. I mean, we have to contribute to COVID, right? Yeah, units mm-hmm. listed. Because this is units listed, not units sold. What? Okay, we're on to units sold. Okay. Again, last year, 2019, we're looking at 6,066. Again, from 16 to 19, 6,100, 6,100, 6,000, 6,066. Sharon, you're up first this time. All right, so units sold. This is Plymouth County single family. I am going to say sixty-four fifty. Wow. Mel. I, I, oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm going lower. I'm doing I'm doing fifty-eight hundred. Mary. 
I'm going 6,800. 6,133. I won. So, again, it's, you know, it doesn't deviate oh, at wait, all from units sold from the last doesn't. five oh, years. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So but I should check right on par. I thought it would be the, lower just because of well, that's the that's the that's the big thing. There is you know you lose a thousand listings and you're still at the same amount eight. sold. How many listings were there again? Eight thousand one hundred and thirty. Oh, sorry, seven thousand one hundred and fourteen. Seven thousand one hundred and fourteen. Huh. Yes. And then so sixty one sold. Yep. Yeah, sixty one thirty three sold. Yep. Mm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. I bet the average days on market is lower. All right. So, so Mel starts that first. Yeah, so average, average days on market, we, we've said before, it doesn't tell the whole story. Agents have new construction. Yeah. It's on for 600 days. It's, it's not a good metric to gauge, say, success uh-huh. or efficiency as an agent. But I think for the sake of the conversation we're having, it's worth discussing. Uh-huh. Again, 2016, we go from 90, 69, 62, 64. Mel, what do you think? Doing 50. Mary? Mm, 55. 57. 55. Oh, wow. Spot on, Mary. You got a gift card from (laughs) (laughs) And and Mel, you have to pick it up probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll pick it up on my way in tomorrow. (laughs) So... Again, we'll talk, we can do current inventory. That's a whole section we can save for another week, but we still have a couple more. We used to talk about this a lot, average sale price. It's been going up for years. 2016, 403,000 to 430 to 454. Last year in 2019 to 472. All things considered, Mary, where do you think we were at for 2020? 505. (sighs) 505. Um, I'm going to say 489. Oh, no, we're getting... I'm saying we're getting to the end. You have to hurry. Last one, quick, Mel. 507. What is it? 539. Wow! So everyone who is ready, you know, thinking about buying, but, you know, uh, just another year, just another year, COVID, regardless of what's happening, every year you wait, it's another $30,000 on a 30-year mortgage. Oh, yeah, that's... So that's just a tidbit for what's going to be next year, right? So we're going to start the year off with that. I can hear our music in the background. So I think that that's time for us to sort of uh, say goodbye for now. And we will see you next year. And we're going to start with these numbers. That was a lot of fun, Dustin. That was. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. And happy birthday, Dustin. Thank you.